Section 74 of London Labour and the London Poor, Volume 2, by Henry Mayhew. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gillian Hendry. Of the City Sewers As yet I have spoken only of the sewers of London, without the city. But the sewers within the city, though connected, for the general public drainage and sewerage of the capital, with the works under the control of the Metropolitan Commissioners, are in a distinct and strictly defined jurisdiction, superintended by city commissioners, and managed by city officers, and consequently demand a special notice. Note. Of the derivation of the word sewer, there have been many conjectures, but no approximation to the truth. One of the earliest instances I have met with of any detailed mention of sewers is in an address delivered by a coroner, whose name does not appear, to a jury of sewers. This address was delivered somewhere between the years 1660 and 1670, the coroner having first spoken of the importance of navigation and draining, then came to the question of sewers. Sewers, he said, are to be accounted your grand issuers of water, from whence I conceive they carry their name. Sewers quasi-issuers. I shall take his opinion who delivers them to be currents of water, kept in on both sides with banks, and, in some sense, they may be called a certain kind of a little or small river. But as for the derivation of the word sewer, note, S-E-W-A-R, end note, from two of our English words, sea and where, or, as others will have it, sea and ward, give me leave, now I have mentioned it, to leave it to your judgments, However, this word sewer is very famous amongst us, both for giving the title of the Commission of Sewers itself, and for being the ordinary name of most of your common watercourses for draining, and therefore I presume there are none of you of these juries but both know, one, what sewers signify, and also in particular, two, what they are, and of a thing so generally known and of such general use. The Reverend Dr. Lemon, who gave the world a work on English etymology, from the Greek and Latin, and from the Saxon and Norman, was regarded as a high authority during the latter part of the last century, when his quarto first appeared. The following is his account under the head Sewers. Skin rejects Minch's derivative of Olim scriptum fuisse seward a seaward, quod versus mare facte sunt. Longe verisimilius a Father Gaul, Uyer, Sentina in Silly, Suple, Aquarum. Then why did not the doctor trace this Father Gaul, Uyer? If he had, he would have found it distorted ab Greek, Idor, Aqua, sewers being a species of aqueduct. Lie, in his addendum, gives another derivation, namely, ab Iceland, Sua culare. Ut existimo ad quod refere velum suer, cloaca, per sordes urbis egisiuntur. The very word sordes gives me a hint that suer may be derived a syro vel saro vero. Nempe cia sordes, ke everuntur e domo in umun locum accumulantur. R. Suros. Suros cumulus, vos, 
a collection of sweepings slop dirt and so on but these are the follies of learning had our lexicographers known that the vulgar were as dr latham says the conservators of the saxon language with us they would have sought information from the word shore which the uneducated and consequently unperverted invariably use in the place of the more polite sewer the common sewer is always termed by them the common shore now the word shore in saxon is written s c o r e and s c o r for c equals h and means not only a bank the land immediately next to the sea but a score a tally for they are both substantives made from the verb skeran past scare scare past participle scoren gescoren to shear cut off share divide and hence they meant in the one case the division of the land from the sea and in the other a division cut in a piece of wood with a view to counting the substantive scar has the same origin as well as the verb to score to cut to gash the scandinavian cognates for the saxon score may be cited as proofs of what is here asserted they are icelandic slor s k o r a notch swedish skara a notch and danish sko s k a a r and skua s k u r e a notch an incision it would seem therefore that the word shore in the sense of sewer danish skua s k u r e anglesey sure s h u r e for k equals h originally meant merely a score or incision made in the ground a ditch sunk with the view of carrying off the refuse water a water course and consequently a drain a sewer is now a covered ditch or channel for refuse water End note. the account of the city sewers however may be given with a comparative brevity for the modes of their construction as well as their general management do not differ from what i have described as pertaining to the extra-civic metropolis there are nevertheless a few distinctions which it is proper to point out the city sewers are the oldest in the capital for the very plain reason that the city itself in its site if not now in its public and private buildings is the oldest part of london as regards the abode of a congregated body of people the ages so to speak of these sewers vary for the most part according to the dates of the city's rebuilding after the great fire and according to the dates of the many alterations improvements removal or rebuilding of new streets markets and so on which have been effected since that period before the great fire of sixteen sixty six all drainage seems with a few exceptions to have been fortuitous unconnected and superficial the first public sewer built after this important epoch in the history of london was in ludgate street and hill this was the laudable work of the dean and chapter of st paul's and was constructed at the instance it is said and after the plans of sir christopher wren 
there is perhaps no official or documentary proof of this for the proclamation from the king in council the acts of parliament and the resolutions of the corporation of the city of london at that important period are so vague and so contradictory and were so frequently altered or abrogated and so frequently disregarded that it is more impossible than difficult to get at the truth of the fact which i have just mentioned however there need be no doubt nor that the second public city sewer was in fleet street commenced in 1668 the second year after the fire there are nevertheless older sewers than this but the dates of their construction are not known we have proof merely that they existed in old london or as it was described by an anonymous writer quoted if i remember rightly in maitland's history of london london anti ignum london before the fire these sewers or rather portions of sewers are severally near newgate st bartholomew's hospital sewer and that of the iron gate by the tower the sewer however which may be pointed out as the most remarkable is that of little moorgate london wall it is formed of red tiles and from such being its materials and from the circumstance of some roman coins having been found near it it is supposed by some to be of roman construction and of course coeval with that people's possession of the country this sewer has a flat bottom upright sides and a circular arch at its top it is about five feet by three feet the other older sewers present much about the same form and an act in the reign of charles the second directs that sewers shall be so built but that the bottom shall have a circular curve i am informed by a city gentleman one taking an interest in such matters that this sewer has troubled the repose of a few civic antiquaries some thinking that it was a roman sewer while others scouted such a notion arguing that the romans were not in the habit of doing their work by halves and that if they had sewered london great and enduring remains would have been discovered for their main sewer would have been a solid construction and directed to the thames as was and is the cloaca maxima in the eternal city to the tiber others have said that the sewer in question was merely built of roman materials perhaps first discovered about the time having originally formed a reservoir tank or even a bath and were keenly appropriated by some economical or scheming builder or city official that the britons says tacitus in his life of agricola who led a roaming life and were easily incited to war might contract a love for peace by being accustomed to a pleasanter mode of life agricola assisted them to build houses temples and market-places by praising the diligent and upbraiding the idle he excited such emulation among the britons that after they had erected all those necessary buildings in their towns they built others for pleasure and ornament as porticos galleries baths and banqueting houses the sewers of the city of london are then a comparatively modern work indeed three-fourths of them may be called modern the earlier sewers were as i have described under the general head ditches 
which in time were arched over, but only gradually and partially, as suited the convenience or the profit of the owners of property alongside those open channels, some of which thus presented the appearance of a series of small, uncouth-looking bridges. When these bridges had to be connected so as to form the summit of a continuous sewer, they presented every variety of arch, both at their outer and under sides. Those too near the surface had to be lowered. Some of these sewers, however, were in the first instances connected despite difference of size and irregularity of form. The result may be judged from the account I have given of the strange construction of some of the Westminster sewers under the head of subterranean survey. How modern the city sewers are may best be estimated from the following table of what may be called the dates of their construction. The periods are given decennially as to the progress of the formation of new sewers. 1707 to 1717, 2805 feet. 1717 to 1727, 2110 feet. 1727 to 1737, 2,763 feet, 1737 to 1747, 1,238 feet, 1747 to 1757, 3,736 feet, 1757 to 1767, 3,736 feet, 1767 to 1777, 7,597 feet. 1777 to 1787, 8,693 feet. 1787 to 1797, 3,118 feet. 1797 to 1807, 5,116 feet. 1807 to 1817, 5,097 feet. 1817 to 1827, 7,847 feet. Subtotal to 1827, 52,810 feet. Reader's note, this is Mayhew's printed subtotal. Based on the individual decennial figures, the subtotal to 1827 would be 53,856. End reader's note. 1827 to 1837, 39,072 feet. 1837 to 1847, 88,363 feet. Subtotal, 1827 to 1847, 127,435 feet. Thus, the length made in the 20 years previous to 1847 was more than double all that was made during the preceding 120 years, while in the 10 years from 1837 to 1847, the addition to the lineal extent of sewerage was very nearly equal to all that had been made in 130 years previously. This addition of 127,435 feet, or rather more than 24 miles, seems but a small matter when London is thought of. But the reader must be reminded that only a small portion, comparatively, of the metropolis is here spoken of, and the entire length of the city sewerage at the close of 1847 
was but forty-four miles so that the additions i have specified as having been made since eighteen thirty seven were more than one-half of the whole the reconstructions are not included in the meetage i have given for as the new sewers generally occupied the same site as the old they did not add to the length of the whole the total length of the city sewerage was on the thirty first of december eighteen fifty one no less than forty nine miles while the entire public way was at the same recent period fifty one miles containing about one thousand separate and distinct streets lanes courts alleys and so on and so on and i am assured that in another year or so not a furlong of the whole city will be unsewered the more ancient sewers usually have upright walls a flat or slightly curved invert and a semicircular or gothic arch the form of such as have been built apparently more than twenty years ago is that of two semicircles of which the upper has a greater radius connected by sloping side walls those of recent construction are egg-shaped the main lines are not unfrequently elliptic in the case of the fleet and other ancient affluents of the thames the forms and dimensions vary considerably instances occur of sewers built entirely of stone but the material is almost invariably brick most commonly nine inches in substance the larger sewers fourteen and sometimes eighteen inches the falls or inclinations in the course of the city sewerage vary greatly as much as from one in two hundred and forty to one in twenty-four or in the first case from a fall of twenty-two feet in the latter of course to ten times such fall or two hundred and twenty feet per mile there are moreover a few cases in which the inclination is as small as one in nine hundred and sixty others where it is as high as one in fourteen this irregularity is to be accounted for partly by the want of system in the old times and partly from the natural levels of the ground the want of system and the indifference shown to providing a proper fall even where it was not difficult was more excusable a few years back than it would be at the present time for when some of these sewers were built the drainage of the house refuse into them was not contemplated the number of houses drained into the city sewers is as precisely as such a matter can be ascertained eleven thousand two hundred and nine the number drained into the cesspools is five thousand and thirty this shows a preponderance of drainage into the sewers of six thousand one hundred and seventy nine the length of the house drains in the city at an average of fifty feet to each house may be estimated at upwards of one hundred and six miles these city drains are included in the general computation of the metropolis the gully drains in the city are more frequent than in other parts of the metropolis owing to the continual intersection of streets and so on and perhaps from a closer care of the sewerage and all matters connected with it the general average of the gully drains i have shown to be fifty-nine for every mile of street i am assured that in the city the street drains may be safely estimated at sixty-five to the mile estimating the streets gullied within the city then at an average of fifty miles or about a mile more than the sewers 
the number of gully drains is three thousand two hundred and fifty and the length of them about fifty miles but these like the house drains have been already included in the metropolitan enumeration the actual sum expended yearly upon the construction and repairs and improvements of the city sewers cannot be cited as a distinct item because the court makes the return of the aggregate annual expenditure as regards pavement cleansing and the matters specified as the general expenditure under the court of commissioners of the city sewers the cost however of the construction of sewers comprised within the civic boundaries is included in the general metropolitan estimate before given of the outlets ramifications and so on of the sewers in this enumeration i speak only of the public outlets into the river controlled and regulated by public officers the orifices or mouths of the sewers where they discharge themselves into the thames beginning from their eastern and following them seriatim to their western extremity are as follows limehouse hole iron gate wharf east cliff cross fox lane shadwell london dock st catherine's dock the eleven city outlets which i shall specify hereafter essex street strand norfolk street strand durham hill or adelphi northumberland street scotland yard bridge street westminster pimlico cubits also in pimlico chelsea bridge fulham bridge hammersmith bridge sanford bridge into a sort of creek of the thames or near the four bridges twickenham hampton in all thirty-two it might only weary the reader to enumerate the outlets on the surrey side of the thames which are twenty-eight in number so that the public sewer outlets of the whole metropolis are sixty in all the public sewer outlets from the city of london into the thames are as i have said eleven in number or rather they are usually represented as eleven though in reality there are twelve such orifices the upper and eastern custom-house sewers which are distinct being computed as one these outlets generally speaking the most ancient in the whole metropolis are london bridge ancient walbrook paul's wharf the fleet street sewer at blackfriars bridge i mention these four first because they are the largest outlets tower dock pool quay custom house new walbrook dewgate dock hamburg wharf puddle dock until recently there was also whitefriars docks but this is now attached to the fleet sewer outlet the fleet sewer is the oldest in london no portion of the ditch or river composing it is now uncovered within the jurisdiction of the city but until a little more than eleven years ago a portion of it north of holborn was uncovered and had been uncovered for years indeed as i have before intimated barges and small craft were employed on the fleet river and the city determined to encourage its navigation even the polite earl of chesterfield a century ago for his lordship was born in sixteen ninety four and died in seventeen seventy three when asked by a frenchman in paris if there was in london a river to compare to the seine replied that there certainly was and it was called fleet ditch 
this is now the sewer but it was not a covered sewer until seventeen sixty five when the corporation ordered it to be built over the next oldest sewer outlet is that at london bridge and london antiquaries are not agreed as to whether it or the fleet is the oldest the fleet sewer at blackfriars bridge is eighteen feet high between tudor street and fleet bridge about the foot of ludgate hill fourteen feet three inches high at holborn bridge thirteen feet and in its continuation in the long unfinished victoria street twelve feet three inches in all these localities it is twelve feet wide the new london bridge sewer built or rebuilt wholly or partly in eighteen thirty is ten feet by eight at its outlet decreasing to the south end of king william street where it is nine feet by seven while it is eight feet by seven in moorgate street paul's wharf sewer is seven feet six inches by five feet six inches near the outlet with the one exception of the fleet river none of the city sewer outlets are covered the fleet outlet being covered even at low water the issue from the others runs in open channels upon the shore mr haywood february the twelfth eighteen fifty in a report of the city sewer transactions and works observes quote, during the year eighteen forty nine the outlet sewers at billingsgate and whitefriars two of the outlets of main sewers which discharged at the line of the river wall have been diverted times of storm excepted there remain therefore but eleven main outlets within the jurisdiction of this commission which discharge their waters at the line of the river wall as a temporary measure it is expedient to convey the sewage of the whole of the outlets within the city by covered culverts below low water mark this subject has been under the consideration both of this commission and the navigation committee whether the covered culvert is better than the open run is a matter disputed among engineers as are very many other matters connected with sewerage and one into which i need not enter mr haywood says further the fleet sewer already discharges its average flow by a culvert below low water mark with one exception only i believe none of the numerous outlets which for a length of many miles discharge at intervals into the thames at the line of the river wall both within and without your jurisdiction discharge by culverts in a similar manner these eleven outlets are far from being the whole number which give their contents into the silver bosom of the thames along the bank line of the city jurisdiction there are including the eleven one hundred and eighty-two outlets but these are not under the control unless in cases of alteration nuisance and so on of the court of sewers they are the outlets from the drainage of the wharfs public buildings or manufactories such as gasworks and so on on the banks of the river and the right to form such outlets having been obtained from the navigation committee who under the lord mayor are conservators of the thames the care of them is regarded as a private matter and therefore does not require further notice in this work the officers of the city court of sewers observe these outlets in their rounds of inspection but interfere only on application from any party concerned unless a nuisance be in existence 
to convey a more definite notion of the extent and ramified sweep of the sewers i will now describe for the first time in print some of the chief sewer ramifications and then show the proportionate or average number of public ways of inhabited houses and of the population to each great main sewer distinguishing in this instance those as great main sewers which have an outlet into the thames the reader should pursue the following accounts with the assistance of a map of the environs for thus aided you will be better able to form a definite notion of the curiously mixed and blended extent of the sewerage already spoken of first then as to the ramifications of the great and ancient fleet outlet from its mouth so to speak near blackfriars bridge its course is not parallel with any public way but running somewhat obliquely it crosses below tudor street into bridge street blackfriars then occupies the centre of farringdon street and that street's prolongation or intended prolongation into the new victoria street the houses in this locality having been pulled down long ago and the spot being now popularly known as the ruins and continues until the city portion of the fleet sewer meets the metropolitan jurisdiction between saffron and mutton hills the junction so to call it being under the houses a common phrase among flushermen note this outlet is known to the flushermen and so on as below the backs of houses from its devious course under the houses without pursuing any direct line parallel with the open part of the streets End note. a little farther on it connects itself with an open part of the fleet ditch running at the back of turnmill street clerkenwell in its city course the sewer receives the issue from one hundred and fifty public ways including streets alleys courts lanes and so on which are emptied into it from the second third or smaller class sewers from ludgate hill and its proximate streets the st paul's locality fleet street and its adjacent communications in public ways with a series of sewers running down from parts of smithfield and so on the greatest accession of sewage however which the fleet receives from one issue is a few yards beyond where the city has merged into the metropolitan jurisdiction this accession is from a first-class sewer known as the white cross street sewer because running from that street and carrying into the fleet the contributions of sixty crowded streets after the junction of the covered city sewer with the uncovered ditch in clerkenwell the fleet river sewer again covered skirts round cold bath fields prison the middlesex house of correction runs through clerkenwell green into the bagnage wells road so on to battle bridge and king's cross then along the old st pancras road and thence to the king's road a name now almost extinct where the st pancras workhouse stands close by the turnpike gate along upper college street camden town is then the direction of this great sewer and running under the canal at the higher part of camden town near the bridge by the terminus of the great northwestern railway it branches into the highways and thoroughfares of kentish town of highgate and of hampstead respectively and then at what one informant described as the outside of those places receives the open ditches which form the further sewerage under the control of the commissioners who cause them to be cleansed regularly 
in order to show more consecutively the direction from place to place in straight devious or angular course of this the most remarkable sewer of the world considering the extent of the drainage into it i have refrained from giving beyond the white cross street connection with the fleet an account of the number of streets sewered into this old civic stream i now proceed to supply this deficiency from a large outlet at clerkenwell green a very thickly built neighbourhood flows the connected sewage of one hundred streets at maiden lane beyond king's cross a district which is now being built upon for the purposes of the great northern railway the sewage of ten streets is poured into it in the course of this sewer along camden town it receives the issue of some twenty branches or forty streets and so on about fifteen other issues are received before the open ditches of kentish town highgate and hampstead are encountered it is not however merely the sewage collected in the precincts of the city proper which is outletted as i heard a flusherman call it into the thames other districts are drained into the large city outlets nearing the river many of your works says mr haywood the city surveyor in a report addressed to the city commissioners october twenty third eighteen forty nine have been beneficially felt by districts some miles distant from the city twenty-nine outlets have been provided by you for the sewage of the county of middlesex the highland off and about hampstead drains through the fleet sewer holloway and a portion of islington can now be drained by the london bridge sewer norton fulgate and the densely populated districts adjacent are also relieved by it on the other hand the irongate sewer one of the most important which has its outlet in the tower hamlets drains a portion of the city the reader must bear in mind also that were he to traverse the fleet sewer in the direction described for all the men i conversed with on the subject if asked to show the course of sewerage with which they were familiar began from the outlet into the thames the reader i say must remember that he would be advancing all the way against the stream in a direction in which he would find the sewerage flowing onward to its mouth while his course would be towards its sources on the left hand side for the account before given refers only to the right hand side proceeding in the same direction after passing the underground precincts of the city proper there is another addition near saffron hill of the sewage of thirty streets then at gray's inn road is added the sewage of one hundred streets new road at king's cross twenty more streets from the whole of Somerstown, a populous locality the sewerage concentrating all the busy and crowded places round about the brill and so on the sewage of one hundred and twenty streets is received and at pratt street camden town twelve other streets thus into this sewage current directed to one final outlet are drained the refuse of five hundred and seventeen streets including of course a variety of minor thoroughfares courts alleys and so on and so on as in the neighbourhoods of gray's inn road in clerkenwell somerstown and so on some of these tributaries to the efflux of the sewage are barrel drains but perform the function of sewers along small courts where there is no thoroughfare either upon or below the surface the london bridge sewer runs up king william street to moorgate street along finsbury square into the city road diverging near the wharf road 
which it crosses under the canal near the Wenlock Basin, and thence along the lower road, Islington, by Cock Lane, through Highbury Vale. After this, at the extremity of Holloway, the open ditches, as in the former instance, carry on the conveyance of sewage from the outer suburbs. The King's Scholar's Pond Sewer, which seems to have given the commissioners more trouble than any other, in its connection with Buckingham Palace, St. James's Park, and the new Houses of Parliament, runs from Chelsea Bridge past Cubitt's workshops and along the King's Road to Eaton Square, the whole of which is drained into it. Then, turning round, as one man described it, it approaches Buckingham Palace, which, with its grounds, as well as a portion of St. James's and the Green Parks, is drained into this sewer, then branching away for the reception of the sewage from the houses and gardens of Chelsea, it drains Sloane Street, and crossing the Knightsbridge Road, runs through or across Hyde Park to the Swan at Bayswater, whence its course is by the Westbourne district, and, under the canal, along Paddington, until it attains the open country, or rather the grounds in that quarter, which have been very extensively, and are now still being, built over, and where new sewers are constructed simultaneously with new streets. Thus, in the reach, as I heard it happily enough designated, of each of these great sewers, the reader will see from a map the extent of the subterranean metropolis traversed, alike along crowded streets ringing with the sounds of traffic, among palatial and aristocratic domains, and along the parks which adorn London, as well as winding their ramifying course among the courts, alleys, and teeming streets, the resorts of misery, poverty, and vice. Estimating then the number of sewers from the number of their river outlets, and regarding all the rest as the branches or tributaries to each of these superior streams, we have, adopting the area before specified as being drained by the metropolitan sewers, namely 58 square miles, the following results. Each of the 60 sewers having an outlet into the Thames drains 618 statute acres. And assuming the number of houses included within these 58 square miles to be 200,000, and the population to amount to 1,500,000, or two-thirds of the houses and people included in the Registrar-General's metropolis, we may say that each of the sixty sewers would carry into the Thames the refuse from 25,000 individuals and 3,333 inhabited houses. This, however, is partly prevented by the cesspoolage system, which supplies receptacles for a proportion of the refuse, that were London to be rebuilt according to the provisions of the present Building and Sanitary Acts, would all be carried, without any interception, into the River Thames by the media of the sewers. In my account of cesspoolage, I shall endeavour to show the extent of faecal refuse and so on, contained in places not communicating with the sewers and to be removed by the labour of men and horses, as well as the amount of faecal refuse carried into the sewerage. End of section 74